0: Welcome to the Balanced Black Girl Podcast. We're putting black girl magic in motion. This show is dedicated to reinventing wellness for women of color. I'm your host, Lestrandra Alfred. Hello friends, how are you doing? I feel like that is a pretty loaded question these days. And I also think it's okay to have more than one answer. Had a lot of people asking me that question lately, and the answer I give definitely depends on who I'm talking to and their ability to either handle the true answer or my energy level when it comes to wanting to kind of describe how I am. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Do you ever have those times where someone asks how you are and you so appreciate it. You appreciate them asking. However, the energy it would take to explain how you are is just not where it's at in that moment. I get it. And that is how I've felt quite a bit these past few weeks. Over the past few weeks, there have been Just so many incredible things that have come from a really tough situation that we find ourselves in all around the world. I feel like I have seen creators and healers and helpers from all over offering their craft, offering their services, creating much needed space, which has been such a beautiful thing to see. One thing that has stuck out to me is all of the resources for maintaining our wellness and for helping us move our bodies during this time. And I have to say, I mean... As a former fitness gal, I love to see it. I love to see all of the fitness pros doing their thing. I love to see how innovative and incredible, some of the really incredible wellness entrepreneurs have been in pivoting and in providing their services in a virtual format and definitely encourage you if you do feel so compelled to check some of those out and we can have some, things linked in the show notes we've been sharing also on the balanced black girl podcast instagram account just things that we see of offerings that we have and just sharing them so that you have plenty of opportunities to support to move your body if that's what you feel called to do and i also want to invite you if you do not feel called to do that to know that it is okay and to not feel guilty about not wanting to necessarily get your home workout on or all of a sudden be a body weight workout beast. That is okay. I also think that ultimately what's most important is making sure our basic needs are met. And I think if you are in a space where figuring out what your basic needs are and making sure that they are met in this season is where you're at, please don't stress about not having the perfect at home workout routine. Or if you're in a position where that is a really good outlet for you, where you're really craving that movement or you're really missing that, then like all for it. Let's do it. Let's also really, really support those wellness entrepreneurs whose businesses are taking a hit during this time. That's so important. I think it is just such a nuanced topic though, because I feel like I have seen so many options out there and it can feel very pressuring to feel like you need to do all the things you need to to have this perfect plan or routine. And I just really invite you to check in with yourself, do what's best for you day to day, support others when you can, and also support yourself in really listening to your body and making sure that first, your basic and emotional needs are being met. And that's what I have to say about that. However, if you are looking for a virtual wellness offering, today's guest is an incredible person for that. So my guest today is Patty Dean, who is an LA-based Pilates instructor who has been teaching Pilates for over 20 years, and she is just phenomenal. She's an incredible human. I met Patty back in the fall, not long after I moved to LA. Actually, she's one of the first people that I met when I moved to LA, and I have just been so grateful to have her presence in my life. She is just so warm, so genuine. She is just one of those people who you can really be at ease around. And I loved getting to talk to her in this episode and i loved getting to introduce her to you in this episode we do talk a bit about her pilates classes that she teaches or pilates lessons i guess i should say because she is a private pilates instructor here in los angeles and i have taken uh, private lessons with her uh, on the reformer equipment which is incredible Right now, uh, there's not a lot of in-person fitness experiences that we can do. However, she does offer some virtual Pilates sessions, which are fantastic. I've also done those in uh, recent weeks since we've uh, all been spending more time indoors, and I cannot recommend that enough. So make sure you follow her on Instagram. I'll have her information linked in the show notes at Patty Pilates style so that you can see when she's hosting her next virtual class. They're super affordable and I can't recommend them enough. Even if you have never done Pilates before, even if Pilates is not even something that is on your radar yet, I really, really encourage you to still tune into this episode because we talk about everything from building community to self-care to making formats like Pilates accessible in all different places to all different people, which is so important. We talk about uh, her experiences as a mother. We talk about self-care and how self-care relates to motherhood. It really is such a rich, rich conversation and I am so excited to share it with you. So let's jump into the episode. So Patty, welcome to the show. Thank you. So excited to have you here. I'm
1: excited as well. Yeah, speaking yeah. of
0: connections for our listeners, I'm here with Patty Dean, who is an incredible Pilates instructor, and we're having an in real life interview today. And we connected probably about four or five months ago. Yes. Not yeah. long after I moved to LA.
1: Yeah. Just like at a concert. Yes. <laughs> I was sitting on some benches. I saw a group of girls that were just really, I can tell they knew each other for a while. Yeah. And that was fascinating to me. Like, oh, okay. They seem like, you know, just hanging out. Yeah. And I was waiting for my friend, and, um, Naturally just started talking to them. I'm so into eye contact and feeling a genuine connection with people and, and and telling them, you know, human to human. Yep. You know, we become so detached. But when you see a moment of happiness and joy and girlfriends having a good time, I say, like, hey, you guys <laughs> see that? Other artists before yeah. or <laughs> have you seen this artist before? Yeah. And just in conversation and um just connecting with you yeah. and and following through with it. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. That's why we're
0: here. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, we just like connected at the at the Lauren Hill concert and started chatting. You mentioned that you teach Pilates and I was like record scratch, hold up. <laughs> this conversation
1: must continue
0: past being at this bench. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Yes. And um I'm so happy that you followed through and you took your session, yeah. you know. So such a beautiful studio. I love that studio. Oh my gosh, yes. You know, and it's classical, authentic equipment that you were able to work on. And I got to see your history and your body Mm -hmm. and was like, what else can we, you know, kind of move with? yeah you know with this so so yeah so I'm happy that you came and you did your session oh and my gosh. yeah and we have to do more this is good accountability for me to get back into yes, it too because yes. that was like right before the holidays and I fell off <laughs> and we all do gosh we all do it's just like plummet and yeah. it's okay to plummet exactly. you know what I mean and things just get back into the groove of things mm-hmm. and you just keep moving exactly yeah and pick right back up yep. yeah yeah so
0: How did you start doing Pilates? Where did your introduction to Pilates happen?
1: My introduction of Pilates started, I used to work at a music studio, Mm -hmm. a big music studio. And it was after college and I was thinking, what am I gonna do with my life? I love dancing, I love being of service. However, how can I tie those two things intertwined together? And my sister took a session and she was like, Patty, I think you'll be really good at this. And I'm like, okay, let me try it. Mm -hmm. So I literally ate fat burger before my first Pilates (laughs) session (laughs) and not knowing what I was getting myself into. I started the first exercise and I felt like I wanted to bring everything up because it's so much with your abdominals, you know? So I told the director, I said, you know, that was really hard for me, but it was a really good healthy challenge. I swear I'll be better next time. (laughs) And um, she was like, okay, come on back. And I'm like, okay, great. So I literally signed a contract for two years learning the method, the classical method. I've worked with clients with scoliosis to ADHD, to bipolar, to all types of weaknesses from athletes to dancers to the vast spectrum of bodies. Mm -hmm. And I'm very glad of being on a contract for two years because it gave me the chance to work with so many different types of people, so many different types of bodies, and and experiencing that everybody is really, truly different. Everybody really has something to offer. It's been great. It's been so good. It's been so rewarding just to be able to to live that life of seeing people just change and their lives change because of Pilates, That's so beautiful.
0: You mentioned earlier when we were chatting about our session that you were able to kind of see the history and and the story of my body or, or a client that you're working with through doing Pilates. How is that? What do you learn from the instructor point of view when you're working with someone? It's
1: the body reveals things. And since I've been teaching for about 20 years, so funny, because when I first started saying Pilates, people were like, paletas? <laughs> or they will say, is that a plate? Or yeah. is that, what is that? You know? And now it's a big boom. Yeah. So before the hype, I was there before the hype. Yeah. So with the experience and years that I've had, I've been able to train my eye to be able to, like a Terminator eye, be able to see, okay, that shoulder's slightly up. Mm-hmm. Okay, that thigh is slightly bigger than this thigh. And then I'll ask questions. Yeah. What, what is your history? Oh, I played soccer. Oh, got it. That's Mm -hmm. why that leg is dominating more than the other leg because you had to in the history of what you've done. And now you don't have to have even any type of fitness history to do Pilates. I just want your spine. Mm -hmm. I just want your stomach. And I just want you to listen to me for 55 minutes. And that's the self-care. That's the breathing. That brings in the method is to be within yourself in inner fitness for 55 minutes and not thinking about anything else. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's so true. Because you're doing that Pilates session and you're doing those tiny movements. You're not thinking about anything else. You're thinking, how am I going to move this one inch
1: that <laughs> she wants me <laughs> yes, to move right now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> While you're trembling, but it's so good.
1: Yes, it's an awakening. Yeah. It's such an awakening. Yeah. And I just want everyone to experience that. You know, Absolutely. because we deserve it. Yeah. We deserve to feel that hope. Absolutely.
0: I think something that's so special about Pilates as a movement form is just the amount of awareness that it gives you in your body that I, I mean, having done so many different types of fitness, just haven't experience elsewhere that i think a lot of women we get very disconnected from understanding how to listen to our bodies understanding if something feels that way like what is our body trying to tell us and i do appreciate that that method it forces you to listen to your body very much so and it's
1: it's you go okay All right, let me go ahead and move this way and just accept the fact of feeling it, you know, differently. Yeah. You know. Concentration is our first principle. Mm -hmm. I know it's very much compared to with yoga. Understandably, there's seven different types of yoga. And Mr. Joseph Pilates did study some yoga. However, you know, yoga does not have any apparatuses or equipment work. Whereas Pilates does. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because I'm from LA. So I always compare it to like bloods and crips. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm from I'm from like nineties LA. Right. So I'm like, Yoga and Pilates, pleasant crisp. We really do get along. You know what I mean? Because we do. Um, it is definitely resistance and self-care and healing. You know, it's healing work. And as long as people are moving, I'm happy. You know, movement, blood flow. All of that contributes to such a happy lifestyle. We are connected to our bodies and spirits that way. We have to be, you know, to have a joyful life you want joy to rise within you because of your movement mm-hmm. and you will be able to your posture will be different your voice will be different the way you connect with people will be different because of your self-care.
0: Yes. Gosh, I could not agree more. You mentioned Mr. Joseph
1: Pilates. For folks who may not be familiar with mm-hmm. who that is, who who is he? Um, he's from from Germany. Uh-huh. He came up with a method called contrology. Yeah. Um, rumor has it that he had a disease called rickets. Mm-hmm. And he took the springs of a bed, like a hospital bed. Yeah. And he started working himself out. Also, he believed in neuroplasticity, Mm -hmm. which is with the mind. So he literally changed his body using spring resistance. Wow. And now when you see all the different types of fitness regimens that are coming out, Mm -hmm. there's resistance bands. Yeah. There's all this other things that he developed, you know, a very, very long time ago. It's over 75 years old. Yeah. Um, he wrote a book called Return to Life. He spoke about you're just as young as your spine. Yeah. So you can be like 80 years old, but your spine could be 25. Wow. And if you have that kind of connection, all the other parts of your body will be in its right place. Mm. So I don't, in my conducting or directing a session, I am just guiding you. Yeah. Who's really benefiting or who's really helping you are the springs. Yeah. The springs are the teacher. I'm just sitting there, you know, guiding you through a sequence of exercises. He was truly genius. And now so many athletes and so many people that I know yeah. really are taking advantage of it mm-hmm. because of how much it has been injury preventable. If you have like a goal of, you know, getting into your wedding dress or running a marathon, you know, I'm really helping you get into the right placement in your body. Yeah. Have it balanced. Yeah. But don't bump.
0: Yeah. Pun intended.
1: <laughs> where you can be able to achieve that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's been so rewarding. It's been such a rewarding lifestyle for so many people. Oh, my gosh. You know, yeah. I've had clients that have avoided surgery wow. because of Pilates. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. That's yeah. incredible. Thank you. So
0: I love that you described being an instructor as like a guide, right? Where it's like the body and the springs are really doing the work and you're there kind of guiding clients along the way. What has been your most rewarding experience as a guide, as the Pilates teacher? Oh, wow. hard to pick one.
1: It's so (laughs) challenging. Wow. Um, One client that, she had severe scoliosis. Mm -hmm. She was barely able to walk from the physical therapy department, graduated from physical therapy and went into the Pilates method. Mm -hmm. She came in three times a week. Mm -hmm. Her scoliosis was so severe. Now scoliosis is when you have a hump and there's an imbalance in the back area. Mm -hmm. So she would have to roll a towel up and to put it inside of her jeans to fit the other side so she can put her jeans on her, on her body. Mm -hmm. So she came in at the time she was 60 years old and I just did what was told to do. I just went through my training Mm -hmm. and um, believed. I believed that I can be able to help her some sort of way. I didn't know it was going to be to that Degree. Yeah. So she went to her doctor. She did Pilates for about six to nine months, three times a week. Mm -hmm. And um, the bruises on her body literally disappeared. Wow. She got full balance. Back into her back muscles. It changed by over 80% wow. and avoided scoliosis surgery. No paycheck, no nothing can make me feel the way that I did crying with her. Oh my gosh. As that totally changed her life. Yeah. And to this day, I will never forget that feeling. And people are like, no way, just Pilates. I'm like, yes. She was just consistent. Yeah. She was just dedicated. She started feeling good. And that's when I was like, man, I just wish health care can take care of that yeah you know and um to this day now I try to work with people Mm -hmm. with whatever budget they have because I just want you to feel good yeah it just makes things in community so much better when people just feel good
0: oh my gosh yeah absolutely I am so glad that you said that because actually earlier today I was teaching like a mini self-care workshop and one of the things that I had people do is kind of go through each area of their life and scale, kind of how satisfied do you feel on a scale of one to 10 and pick maybe one to two areas to focus on. And one of the areas is physical health. And for some people that they may feel fine and that may not be a focus area. But I said, if you're looking for an area to improve your life that will also improve the other areas, physical health is a really good one to look at. If you feel like you don't have enough time in the day, focusing on your physical health will give you so much more energy to Mm -hmm. give you that time back mm-hmm. or to have the energy to do those hobbies or to have the focus to be productive if work and career is a focus for you. Like it's just such a big pillar yes for so many things. Definitely
1: like, like even set an alarm. Yeah. You know, like when that alarm goes off then I'm gonna go ahead and do what I'm supposed to do. Yeah for myself yep. to be a better self. You know so as long as movement, yeah you know any type of movement I'm happy to hear about movement. Mm-hmm. I'm like yes yep. it's such a connection to us that we need it was makes us human
0: yeah
1: you know it just really does absolutely so So, yeah yeah I'd love
0: to talk a little bit about accessibility in Pilates because I think that that's a really important conversation as well. I think the first time I ever did any form of Pilates was in high school and it was like Matt Pilates. And I want to say it was like the Windsor Pilates that came on TV or something back in the 2000s. Like that was my initial introduction. And then since then I would try different forms and all types of fitness. But I think for a lot of people like that imagery of Pilates is probably still what they think of when it's like the thin upper-class like middle-aged white ladies yes most of us here in the balanced right. community do not fit that <laughs> description exactly <laughs> but something like Pilates is still for us definitely and I
1: want people to like definitely. feel that way and understand that definitely yes I was definitely the token black Pilates instructor mm-hmm. in a very Caucasian white studio and I got all the different black questions of course you know mm-hmm. and and um, I addressed them as best as I could yeah. you know keeping the professionalism that we know that we all have yep. you know we 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 talk to our friends a certain way yep. and then we talk to our professional people a certain way mm-hmm. you know what I mean and that's just the way that we roll as black people yeah I started during the summer for mat classes, something called Pilates in the Hood. Mm -hmm. I'll go to different, you know, parks and just experience the mat work. Because the mat work is the root. If you can get the mat down, Mm -hmm. you can move that equipment. You can move that apparatus. Mm -hmm. Because you have the abdominal strength and the balance in the body to be able to move with the springs of the apparatus you know and just to introduce it to people to have them have the experience yep. and then I work in a very beautiful studio that you were at yes. in Beverly Hills and yeah. people go Beverly Hills I can't go to Beverly Hills I'm not <laughs> like, going over there it's too expensive and I'm like actually mm-hmm. the great thing about it is I can you know charge my people yeah. whatever I want yeah because I'm able to rent space mm-hmm. you know and I just want people just to keep coming back yeah it is the ultimate self-care yeah that I've seen besides getting a massage mm-hmm. or, you know, other things that you may need. But mm-hmm. to say that you did something, yeah. you know, that you really executed a certain exercise that people been working on for so long and you finally got it yeah. is so rewarding, oh, yeah, you know, becomes, sure. it becomes kind of a healthy addictiveness mm-hmm. of wanting to feel that way and, oh, yeah. and think about it and think like I did it. I finally did it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's exactly what I felt with the changes within my client and her scolio. Yeah. it was just we had to sit there I, we couldn't even talk we had to sit there and just cry yeah and her doctor was oh. like i can't believe this actually happened yeah. by just doing this three times a week yeah you know yeah but i love working with my people yeah i um will always figure something out for us because it's important and needed
0: yeah that mind body connection Is something we need just as much as anybody else. Mm -hmm. And I loved what you said about just the confidence that comes from being able to do something, that sense of satisfaction. And it's so rewarding when you work towards something that you physically weren't able to do. Also, like the confidence that that carries into other areas of life is like incredible. Yes. Like that's what I want people to experience.
1: Yes, definitely. I was on a a friend's YouTube about dating and Mm -hmm. he asked me questions Mm -hmm. and he said, What's the most attractive thing that a man can bring out and I said a man with confidence Mm -hmm. with complete confidence and then I went oh what can help with your confidence movement Mm -hmm. you know complete movement yeah and that owning and awareness of the body Yes, it makes your suits look different. It makes your clothes look different. Mm-hmm. It makes you bring on a different type of energy. Yeah. When you walk into a room. Like, what is it about that person? You know, you can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you need to approach them. You need to mm-hmm. talk to them. Mm-hmm. You feel some type of, hmm, what is that? Yeah. Just that
0: awareness of the space you occupy. And like, I find that movement makes you less afraid to take up that space, yes. which leads to that kind of it factor, confidence. Yes. It's so
1: good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You can see it in sports you can see it in mm-hmm. dancers mm-hmm. you can see it in people that that are really i mean you can see it in JLo mm-hmm. oh my god oh, I mean, yeah that super bowl oh. performance with Shakira is like you know yep. they are in practice mm-hmm. of self-care mm-hmm. to be on that level like that oh my gosh yeah. yeah totally and they deserve it and we deserve it mm-hmm. if you just cultivate the time for yourself you can achieve so many things
0: Yes, I could not agree more. I'm curious, you mentioned just the spaces that you've also worked in where you were like the only black Pilates instructor (laughs) and what that was like. One, I would love to hear a little bit more about what that experience was like for you. And two, I'm curious if that has shaped your personal self-care, like needing to kind of really take care of yourself after being in those spaces and in those situations.
1: Yeah, I felt at one point, it was only me and another person at the time. And then I was um, able to do my Pilates research and I found that there was a woman Mm -hmm. named Kathy Grant Mm -hmm. that was an African-American woman that was at the Harlem Dance Theater choreographer and she was Joseph Pilates like second student. Wow so one of the original she's one of the original yes and uh, she just passed away with 2010 (laughs) so that gave me some comfort to know that I wasn't alone and I just felt that um I always had to put on, I always had to do better. Mm -hmm. I always had to strive more. I just felt like I couldn't do what I do notice in the Pilates world now. Mm -hmm. I call it tea time Pilates. (laughs) Tea time Pilates is when literally an instructor is talking to the client the whole entire time, like they're best of friends. Mm -hmm. They're not moving. They're not engaging. They're they're not doing a full on session. Yeah. Because it takes a lot of concentration. Mm -hmm. And so, and guidance. Mm -hmm. And when I, Started seeing that with a lot of instructors. I looked at, you know, my sister girl instructor, like, we could never do that. Mm-hmm. We got to really like motivate people yep. to. For us to retain our clients, yeah. for us for people to buy packages, mm-hmm. I can't sit there and talk to you like you're my home girl mm-hmm. and expect you to pay me. Yeah. No. You know, what we got to do is we got to be able to be so much more professional to go ahead and get our money. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. So I don't believe in the tea time Pilates like we're sitting here having some tea in a scone. <laughs> I can't afford that. Yeah, I yeah. have to literally be on a whole different caliber with my presence, mm-hmm. with my language, with the way I approach it. You know, I have to really, you know, I walk into the business that I work out right now and I'm waving like I'm on a float mm-hmm. because I have to present myself yeah. to the utmost, you know, mm-hmm. I cannot change face that way yeah. because it is my livelihood, Yeah, you know, so that's part of, you know, us you know black african-american women because you know when we get with our girlfriends we let it loose and we should (laughs) unravel absolutely you know what i mean you need a sacred safe space to unravel and be knowing that you're okay and knowing that, you know, some folks is some folks and, you know, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And we'll go back right back out there. Yep. You know, it's so funny in that Boots Riley movie that he um, he had to speak a certain mm-hmm. way. And then then he spoke a certain <laughs> way. And I was like, oh, my God, I can, every black person related. Oh, to Oh, yeah. That. We all you do. Know, it. Like yeah. people are surprised, mm-hmm. you know, when they do find out. Yep. like Wow. And I'm like, yeah, this is the way we. Have always rolled.
0: Exactly. First of all, I'm so glad that you shared that because that's so relatable. I think for all of us working in any field, whether we have client facing work like you do, whether it's an office, like all of us do that to some degree. And I remember not long after I started this podcast, being the guest on another podcast. And honestly, it's blanking who I was talking to, what the show was. I've done this so many times, I can't remember. But I do know that the the woman whose podcast I was on was white. And she was talking about or asked me about being a better ally, you know, women of color in fitness and in wellness. And one of the things that she said was like, well, it's just so hard if we have to like think about everything we say before we say it in terms of like not wanting to offend people mm. and i'm like well it's hard if you've never had to Ooh. but then i realized like oh I, I just said that out loud and she recorded it it's in the episode i didn't <laughs> i wasn't maybe as polished about it i was like well yeah if you've never had to it is hard yeah but then i was like oh I, oh, well, <laughs> oh, well it's out there now it's out there now but it's true because we always yes. have to
1: yes always we don't get yes. the
0: luxury you of don't not see
1: the other side yeah and i don't think they will ever feel the other side yeah you know what i mean so so yeah it's just i'm happy that it was said out loud because it needed to be said yeah that muscle needs to be exercised yeah. for them mm-hmm. they need that muscle to be exercised yeah you know sometimes i let people feel uncomfortable Mm-hmm. because you need your muscle of the uncomfortability to be exercised yeah Ours have been passed down, blood, blood, generation yep. down mm-hmm. of how you're supposed to just uphold that. Yep. And now where we are as mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. make them feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm.
0: Why not? Yeah, totally. I know. I was recently talking to a friend about this, and we're talking about kind of how to navigate those situations and what we do when we're just kind of tired of explaining things to folks. And I said that I just start asking questions and pretend like I don't understand. Like, if someone says something unsavory, I'm like, huh, what do you mean by that? Can you say that again? That like, like, a I Spanish don't... person that in English. Yeah. It's like, huh, like, oh, huh? Really? <laughs> and then usually I've found it's a lot more effective to have them try to explain it and realize what they're saying than yes. it is for me to point out and be like, you said X, Y, Z. that makes them defensive if I'm just like huh what do you mean by that and then they realize it and then they're like oh
1: I can check myself Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, that totally makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah because they got to think yep they have to think exactly Mm -hmm. which is just so funny because it's like with my kids when they do a certain thing I just tell them make a better choice Mm -hmm. To make them think what you're doing right now yep. is not the choice. Yep. You know, you're positioning people yeah. into answering their own. Yeah, exactly.
0: And like empowering them to, like you know, figure those things out. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's not always on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Black women hold up the sky, we just do. Yeah. Tired. Do. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, won't you answer your own question? Think. You need to think. Yep. Unpack what you just said yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Because one I item at a time. It. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm not unpacking it for you. Yes, thank you so much for that. You're so welcome. Thank you. So. I'm curious, as someone who, you know, you're a mom, you have two kids. Yes. Two little humans to take care of. Yes. You are in this profession where you're constantly helping facilitate self care for other people. Mm-hmm. What does your self care look like? How do you take care of you?
1: Oh, I take a bath every <laughs> night. Love that. Lavender, apple cider, vinegar. Mm-hmm baking soda I'm like chemist I'm like doing all kind of sage and basil and you know it isn't that extensive every night Yeah. but it is very much of I feel like I baptize myself every night I just do that's something that's been so connected to me Yeah. you know is a bath Mm -hmm. you know so I do that and then also I do some journaling the two as well jazz music tends to bring something really good of mindfulness yeah Incense Mm -hmm. and and burning candles. And I love lotion. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if lotion was a man or oil, (laughs) I would marry it like (laughs) right now because it feels so good. Oh, for sure. To put like oil between your toes. Oil between, you know, just to oil yourself Mm -hmm. and wrap yourself inside of like a a Mm robe and let your skin feel good Mm because our skin is our largest organ. Mm -hmm. You have to just be mindful and conscious. Yeah. And find Finding what you learn about yourself, yeah. finding what makes you feel really good. Yeah. And you gotta go for that. Yes you know so I'm very much of a believer in that in the fact that you know on an airplane I have to make sure I put my mask on Mm -hmm. before I give my mask to my child Mm -hmm. because I have to make sure I'm okay yeah yeah. then I'm not going to be okay for them yeah and it's teaching them that they should do the
0: same too like when they see you do it when they see you take care of yourself that's going to show them like yeah and I should take care of myself
1: yes definitely they learn by by what they observe what they see yeah you know
0: so definitely yes yes I love that. So, creating those intentional, kind of mindful moments and even mm-hmm. making everyday things just more enjoyable, elevating the experience, even if it's something like a bath, adding those things to elevate the
1: experience. Yes. I love it. Yes. So, every night, nine o'clock, <laughs> <near> sleep. <laughs> yes. They even hear my mom on the water's on high yep. and hot. <laughs> and I am just in my moment yes. of, of that. So. Uh. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. Thank you. I love it. So,
0: Patty, what does being a balanced black girl mean to you? Black
1: girl means to me, knowing that I'm sure of myself, Mm -hmm. knowing that I'm grounded. Yeah. Knowing that I am the future of being an ancestor. Mm -hmm. Because we always go back to our ancestors, but who you are right now is going to be for someone else. Yes. So I very much feel and maneuver in this world of like I even so funny I even talk to customer service people like when I walk up to something I really look at a person eye to eye and I say hi how are you doing yeah and they're so surprised yeah and then they actually respond with so much more kindness totally and it doesn't take that much effort Mm -hmm. you know to be mindful of just really you know being present of you know we are not all the same Mm -hmm. we you know be the content of your character so funny because my my eight-year-old was just (laughs) saying his speech he kind of knows it pretty well which is kind of interesting but (laughs) um just showing a good representation you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I take, I want to always walk that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's because it's important because they look at us totally different. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of that. Mm-hmm. I'm not here for that. Yep. I'm here for myself to be of service to be a good friend someone asked me said i should be a therapist i said no i'm a friend Mm -hmm. not a therapist i'm a friend yeah friends are important Mm -hmm. you know yeah boundaries are important you know just to go ahead and keep things exactly where they are supposed to be placed yeah that's very important you know and self-expression is important i teach my kids that now yeah you know please do if you don't like something, say something. It's and that's okay. Yep. It's okay to change your mind. Mm-hmm. Nothing's wrong with that. Yeah. You know, just give me a little bit of a heads up if you can. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, there's so much goodness in that, though, of being mindful of becoming the ancestor that you want to be and and even in teaching your kids how to express themselves. I think that's something that as adults, so many of us are still learning, myself included. How do I articulate that I changed my mind or if I have a need or if I need help with something, you know, how do I ask for that? Or how yeah. do I articulate what my needs are? And so I think being able to teach them that while they're young, like they're gonna be so much better off for it. Cause it's yes. hard to learn when you're older. We get stuck
1: yeah, or we get people pleasing yep. or we get into certain things. I was yeah. laughing cause uh, my son's an artist and he was a step with his aunt. So he decided to draw a picture of her and he drew a circle and a line through her picture. And <gasps> we thought it was such, we actually thought it was great. <laughs> Because he's like, you know, I'm upset with you. And I'm going to show you with this picture that I'm upset with you. And yeah. it was his self-expression. Yeah. And of course, my sister kept it. To yeah. this day, she kept it because <laughs> she was like, this was a good way yeah. of him expressing himself. Yep. He expressed his feelings. His, his feelings. Yeah. He, he could have took it a whole different yeah. level, mm-hmm. which, which some kids can definitely do with temper tantrums mm-hmm. and things like that. So he's like, you know, I'm going to fix you. and I'm going to fix you. Drawing a picture of you and circling you and crossing you off. <laughs> and and that's how I feel. Yeah. Yes. This is Healthy. Mm-hmm. And then two minutes later, he wasn't mad anymore.
0: Yeah, because he got it out. Yes. He got to like say how he felt, yes. say his piece, and he's like, "Okay, we can move on." Yes.
1: Yeah. And to this, so funny because now that he's older, he was like, "I'm so sorry I did that." <laughs> she was like, "No, no, that's okay. That's the way that you were. Yeah. That's where you were." Yeah. You know? Yeah. Feelings come and go. Mm-hmm. And how do we how do we maneuver with them? And how do we pause? Yes How do we pause? That's the hardest part is pausing yep. before you react.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh. I That's like a whole pause. episode in and of itself right there. <laughs> know, right? And pausing in so many moments. Yes. It's yeah. an important
1: lesson. As we pause.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and what do you do with that pause? And how can you kind mm-hmm. of pivot? If you notice yourself going down a path or starting a, a conversation that you want to kind of address differently, mm-hmm. realize that there's a better way to go about it. Definitely knowing that it's okay to pause. Just because you start going down a road doesn't mean you have to continue. Nope. You don't have to continue down the hill. Mm -mm.
1: Because that might bring momentum Mm -hmm. into some negative, negative things that you're not supposed to say.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a word. You know? Yeah.
1: And I deeply believe in meditation. Mm -hmm. We need meditation in our schools. Yes. You know, um, we just do. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if it's two minutes, even if it's 30 seconds, you need to take time to close your eyes and be still in a corner with yourself you know it's not a religion yeah it's just a human moment of pausing yeah and breathing breath is just as vital as water mm-hmm. gotta breathe yes. deep and that's another of course one of our pillars oh. will hold their breath all the time mm-hmm. even when they work out oh totally let alone oh gosh a certain situation take shallow
0: breaths it's so easy to do yeah We need to fill up. I kind of mentioned earlier how I had done that self-care workshop today. And and folks, one of the things we talked about was just kind of how we spend our time, how we make time for self-care, not shaming ourselves around how we choose to spend our time, but just looking at, okay, is how I'm spending my time making me feel how I want to feel? And you know, one of the women was saying she's a busy entrepreneur. She has so much going on that some days it doesn't even feel like there's 10 minutes to like take that time for herself. And I was like, but can you take 10 seconds to take a really deep breath? Yes. Like the magic that even that can do while you're on your way to your next meeting or on your way to the next thing, like breathing can make a
1: huge difference. Yes, definitely. Or stepping into your next meeting with the intention of each step when I'm making, I am breathing differently into that meeting. Exactly. Like adding care to what you already do. Mm -hmm. I
0: think a lot of the time when folks get kind of hung up on figuring out how to take care of themselves, they think it's kind of another thing they have to do. It's another thing to add to the list or it takes up time. And if there's anything I've learned is that it actually creates so much space for us Mm -hmm. when we set out to have that intention to either create space in our mind or create space with how we feel in our bodies with that awareness. Like it can create so much space if we don't treat it like like another to-do list item
1: and it just same way you brush your teeth mm-hmm. the same way you wash your face you can really look at yourself in the mirror you can really maybe hum when you're brushing your teeth mm-hmm. you can you know put a little something a little bit of extra umph, self umph in your daily routine and transitional things mm-hmm. i think it can start there oh gosh that's so good yeah no, tomorrow I'll just try humming when you brush your teeth. Mhm. Something about the vibration on your lips or in your throat. Mhm. Something. Yeah. You know,
0: just being so mindful when it comes to things you're already doing and like super present in that.
1: Yeah. It makes
0: such a big difference. Yeah. There have been times I've done that where I'm like washing my face and I'm not thinking about what I need to do after that. I'm literally just thinking about the cleanser on my face, like the motions my hands are doing on my face Mm -hmm. or while I'm making my bed, I will just be like, this is gonna be the best bed. I'm not thinking about what I'm gonna do after I make this bed. I'm just thinking about making this bed to like center and calm the mind. And the impact that that has Mm -hmm. is just, it's incredible.
1: And we're human, of course. Things yeah. fall. Mm-hmm. Things fall. Things yep. fall. Things just do. Mm-hmm. It's just about noticing it yep. and realizing it. And going, okay, I'm going to do this a little bit differently now mm-hmm. with another movement with another action
0: exactly
1: and just finding your way yeah patty thank you so
0: much for joining us thank you so for our listeners who are maybe la local who would like to keep in touch with you who would like to do some pilates with you like how can people keep in touch how can they move with you
1: i'm on instagram my instagram is patty pilates style Mm -hmm. and i do offer you know a very discounted price to do you know a private session Mm -hmm. just to get the experience of follow me and then also I do plan in the summer when it's a little bit more warmer to do some Pilates in the hood Love it. it's usually in Inglewood yeah. I am from Inglewood yeah um mm-hmm. Right next to Simply Wholesome actually. Love it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, which is that borderline. So yeah, look out for
0: that though too as well. Perfect. So, yeah. so we'll have all of that information linked in the show notes so that thank folks can come get in touch with you and work with you. And I have to vouch, like the Pilates sessions are wonderful. I felt like I was like two inches mm-hmm. taller afterwards. Yes. Um so I could just cannot say enough good things. Oh so. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm happy you got the
1: experience. Absolutely. So it will continue.
0: Yes, we will. Thank you so so much You're so welcome